Welcome to the Silver and Strong Podcast, a platform dedicated to postmenopausal women seeking guidance on healthy aging. The postmenopausal journey is a time of profound transformation, and we aim to inspire and guide our listeners through this process, debunking myths and fostering a positive outlook on aging. This podcast is not just a series of episodes, it is a revolution dedicated to celebrating and elevating postmenopausal women. We invite you to join us on this empowering journey of discovery, where we push boundaries and redefine what it means to thrive in this time of your life. I am your host, Eileen Block, the founder of Silver and Strong Fitness, a coaching program which brings you a macros, muscles, and mindset approach to help you lose weight, gain muscle, and find and overcome your mental blocks and age in good health with joy and vitality. Enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Silver and Strong podcast. This is your host, Eileen Block, and I'm thrilled to have as my guest today, Sabine Richard. Sabine is a dedicated macro nutrition coach who helps women over 40 feel good in their bodies through sustainable life changes. As a macro coach at Reveal Yourself Nutrition, she provides customized guidance using her hand portion method, as well as using the My Macros app to make tracking macros simple. Sabine understands the struggles of yo-yo dieting and helps women reframe their relationship with food. Her approach focuses on creating positive lifelong habits tailored to each woman's unique needs. No more frustration and confusion around nutrition, Sabine's macro coaching packages provide the tools and accountability women need to implement realistic changes. With compassion and experience, she empowers women to move beyond yo-yo dieting and feel, and feel their best at 40 and beyond. Her goal is to help women turn macro tracking into a sustainable way of healthy living. So welcome, Sabine. I'm so thrilled to have you here. And I'd love to start with you telling our listeners about your own background and how you came to become, how you came to be a macro coach. Hi, everyone. I'm happy to see you, Eileen, and happy to do my first podcast. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm so happy to have you here. <laughs> yes. Uh, if I can talk about a little bit about myself when I began my transformation, it was three years ago. I was overweight. I was weighing 183 pounds for a five, five, uh, tall and I was 47 years old. And okay. what happened? I did so many, so many diet, yo-yo diet the last 20, 25 years that I was kind of, I didn't know what to do anymore. People were telling me, Oh, you should just eat 1200 calories or you should do that and that, but I was still overweight. Then suddenly I found Train with Joan on Instagram. I follow her and I reached out to her daughter, Michelle, and she said that she had some uh, coaches that could help me. What I applied, I have been accepted, and I began my transformation uh, with macronutrition and weightlifting, which was the magic between the two things. I lost 60 pounds to reach my competition stage weight um wow and it took me about six months to reach my i would like to say maintenance weight and then five four five months or more to get my stage weight um 
for me, it has been just such an amazing uh, time uh, because I couldn't think that I could reach that type of weight because I was weighing the same thing, the same weight when I was 20, 18, 20 years old in between uh, twin um, pregnancy. And then, wow. you know, when you reach 40, 45 years old, you begin having some kind of symptom of premenopause and suddenly you see your weight creeping up and you don't know what to do. And I was kindly under eating. And when I saw that my transformation was working, I had these things in my, my head say, I need to help other women. I really need to do that because there's so many women who are struggling to lose weight and I want to know how to do it. I took classes. I took a class with the hand portion method and I took a second class mostly with macronutrition uh, and both of them are kind of the same. It's just a different way of tracking. That's what I did. Wow. Um, you know, it's interesting you say that. I think the theme for so many of us of under eating for so many years and not understanding the importance of fueling our body um, I know I had talked about that I spent my years of yo-yo dieting eating as little as possible, which is so interesting because when you understand macros and weight training, now we, we eat as much as we possibly can um, <laughs> exactly. to get as strong as we possibly can. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And stay in awesome. good shape as well. Well, right. And, and that associated with the macro part, the importance of muscle. You know, as you, particularly as you age, uh, both for health, but also to right quality of life to be able to move and and that move and do whatever activities you choose to do. So, um, okay, so I'd like to start from the beginning and ask you to explain what macro what macronutrients are. Okay, macronutrients are the nutrient that our body needs the most, which is protein carb and fat. Protein helps you to grow your muscle, to have very strong bones, and also helps you with your hormone balance. Carbs are mainly for the energy of your body and your brain. And the fat helps you to have hormone balance, uh, vitamin absorption, and also brain function. Three of them helps you to have a, a balanced way to eat and to sculpt your body in the right way. Okay, that's interesting. I, I don't think I knew, I guess it makes sense, that some of those things particularly help with hormone balance, um, which is obviously important whether you're premenopausal, menopausal, or in my case, yeah. postmenopausal. So I appreciate that information. When you are in a competition prep and your fat are really going low, some women who are still having their parents low are losing their parents at that time because right, right. the fat intake is so low. Yes, I have heard of that. Women lose their periods when they're sometimes as athletes as well, right? When their their yeah. body fat gets down that low. I didn't realize that would make sense. It would come from hormones, which I guess also makes sense with the idea that it's not a uh, op opportune time for a woman to get pregnant because she doesn't necessarily have the fat stores to support a pregnancy. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. So I would like you to, if you 
would I would like you to walk us through the calculation of macros for a a woman out there. You 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 tell us what what she what her age is and what her issues are, and let's let's take people through this so that they can understand for themselves what a calculation would look like. Okay, I took the example of a a fake Lisa. <laughs> okay, we'll talk about Lisa. Okay, Lisa. Lisa is is a forty three years old woman who is five five tall, and has her current weight at one sixty three pounds, and she has a goal weight of one thirty five. Okay. Uh, what I always do with my client, I always ask them first to track a few days their food because that's really important that I know how much they eat in order to prepare their macro. Um, in that case, um, the average calorie that she was eating was 1,650. And a reasonable way to begin uh, the macro, I would say, we could begin at 1,650, but I like just to lower slightly to have a reaction. At 1,500 would be a great start for her to lose weight. Okay. First, what we do is we calculate the protein. Usually, usually uh, we calculate always on your goal weight, which is for her 135 pound, which means uh, we calculate about a pound per gram. For someone who, who are not vegan, you can go from one to 125. For someone who's vegan, I would say if there's not someone who has used to eat a lot of um, <clears throat> protein, I would be around 0.7 at the beginning. Interesting. But in that okay. case, in that case, I calculate one one gram because you know, for some people they're eating so much carb and they need to have an adaptation uh, at the protein. And mm -hmm. one, one gram per pound of feed is a great way to begin, even if maybe later she may have more. Then right. it was, we can say it's 145 gram of protein uh, per day. Then okay. the second thing is we are going to calculate the fat. Uh, and we calculate always still with the weight goal, which was 135. We multiply that 0.4, which give us 45. Uh, 54, sorry, 54 grams of fat per day. Got it. And now what to do is to calculate the carb. But to get that, we need first to calculate how many calories is the 135 gram of protein and what is the 54 gram of fat, which means now we will do 135 multiplied by four, which right. is um, 540 grams. And the fat is 54, but we need to multiply that by nine because fat is nine. And, which right, and that's four... calories, calories per gram, right? Exactly. Four for protein and nine for yeah. fat. Yes. And four as well for carbohydrate. Right. Okay. Then, which means we are four, uh, 486 calories. And what we do now, we will, calc we will calculate this 486 plus the 440, which means 1,026. And we will deduct that from the 1,500 calories that we were uh, thinking at the beginning, which means right. 474 calories for the carbohydrate. But now we need to know how many um, grams it is. And we'll divide that four by four, 
which gives you 118 grams of carbs per day. Then her starting macro are 135 grams of protein, 118 grams of carb, and 54 grams of fat. And as I say, it's a starting point. You need to start somewhere. Some people are going to lose 10 pounds with the first macro, and some people will lose only two pounds, and you need to change along the way. Right. And so do you generally start people? So the program you and I did um, has you eating five times a day. And there were times where I was even eating six times a day, depending on my hunger. Um, So do you generally start people like that? Or do you do it a smaller number? Or does it depend on lifestyle for the clients? It depends on the lifestyle. I usually do four and five, but I think most of my clients do four meals a day because it's they, are, they feel better that way. But some people okay. suddenly ask me a fifth one because they see that they are getting... Because, you know, if you do more meals, it uh, keeps your craving in balance. And you don't right. like starve suddenly after four hours. But for some people, they don't feel that way. And four meals is absolutely perfect. Interesting. Okay. Uh, so, so we have Lisa who starts at 135 grams of protein and 118 grams of carbs and 54 grams of fat. How long would you leave your average client on those starting macros before you would make a change? And I know um, the answer is it depends, but what does it depend <laughs> on? I would say minimum two weeks. Okay. Some people would say three weeks. I think three weeks is a bit long, but two weeks is a great way. But what I could do as well is we begin with that and I may ask them to walk more, maybe do more steps before changing. And if it doesn't move, then I'm going to change the macro because some somebody needs more time to react. Yes, because uh, uh, it's funny. I tend to be one of those people. So I just started a mini cut and this happened when I did the cut from my show as well. The first reduction, nothing happened either time in the first week, maybe two. And my coach had to cut again and then it started to move. The other interesting thing to me, um, again, at least from my own experience is there was a point when I was getting ready for my show just somewhere in the middle where at some level I lost for like a month, like every week I was losing without changing my macros. And then it stopped and it was like, okay, then it stopped for a week and then it was time to adjust. So it's, it is interesting. And right. There's so many factors can, that can affect that. So you just said something that um, I'd like you to address. So I know your focus is on um, coaching on macros. Um, Do you encourage, it sounds like you encourage your clients to walk. Yes. That's part of my program. Okay, so it is walking. And so what about the exercise piece? Um, is that just something you encourage? Yeah, I encourage them to do it. But um, I always say, you know, there is great app or great coaches for that. or And I always give uh, advices for that. I absolutely don't give any training. But what I do is I will say in my program with the beginning, you should begin with maybe 8,000 step, that's something I say, you have to do it because we know that it's really helpful to lose weight. And on their side, 
And that's why they, they choose to do two, three, four times, five times a week a training, and that's pretty open for them. And cardio, usually I don't ask any at the beginning because I want to see how the body is reacting to ask cardio. Because as we know, it's only a tool. And right. the more you do cardio, the more you have to do to lose weight. And for me, it's a, it's a tool that I don't want to use at the beginning. No, that makes sense. And the other, you know, interesting thing when I was on my cup for my show is I found the steps to me made more of a difference than the cardio. Like if I had days where for some reason I had to choose one or the other, I found that if I made sure to get my steps in, even if it meant I missed some cardio, I still saw better results on the scale than if I got that half an hour of cardio in, but I wasn't able to get all my steps. Yeah. Well, and I think part of the reason, right, is steps and I don't remember what NEAT stands for, um, but the idea that you keep your um, metabolism up higher by moving around more than just, you know, half an hour of cardio where you get your heart rate up and then you go back and sit in a chair for the rest of the day. So yeah. that's a really good point. Um, do you find on average, your clients have kind of the same, like, is it most people lose a pound a week or two pounds a week, or is it really as individualized as, you know, each of us are with kind of a theme? First, that's very individual. Then it depends also how, um, if they check all the boxes, as I say, you mm -hmm. can have great, great results if you check all the boxes, which means you need to sleep minimum seven hours a day, a night, not a day, a night. <laughs> you need to do your steps. You need to drink your water and you need to be as precise as you can with your macro. Then some people may lose two pounds at the beginning or two pounds and a half, but it's mainly at the beginning. And other ones have a different metabolism or different body or whatever. And it's more like 0 0.7 to 1.5. I think mainly is that. And also, as I said, it depends if they check all the boxes. Sure. Right. And where they come from. I also, you know, I was one of those people. It took me a year to lose 40 pounds and I stayed on my program, but I starved myself for 40 years, which is one of the things I wanted to ask you about. So do you have clients? You know, we have a mutual friend who said when she started this program, she was eating 700 calories a day. I wasn't quite that bad. I was like between a thousand and twelve hundred. So, what do you do when you have a client who comes to you who who faithfully fills out her right, and you realize they're under eating? Uh, well, I have no margin to go down, and I always say I will know. For me, uh, the best diet you can do is eating enough and losing weight. And when you have maybe thirty or twenty pounds to lose. If you are already eating seven hundred calories, you go nowhere. I have nowhere to go. Then what I do, I ask them to do a reverse. It's usually not an easy decision for the person because because they want to lose weight, which which I understand. But what I say, you know, you didn't gain weight overnight and you are not going to lose weight overnight as well. Which means we need to do first a reverse, then you are going to increase your food very slowly that to reach a maintenance level. And then when you reach that point, you need to do at least six months to stay in maintenance because your body needs to your body needs to get adjusted with these calories. And after that, you can do a cut. 
and you're going to have a successful cut, but you need to work on your mindset to get there because usually you were supposed, in your heart, you were thinking that you're going to lose weight immediately. And that's not the case. So that's, you know, that's a really good point. And I do want to talk to you about mindset. Um, so I know of at least one person that you and I both know who needed to do a reverse. What has been your experience when you've needed to tell people that, look, you need to invest potentially six months to get to, to a healthy number of calories so that we could actually do a cut and have you lose weight? I'm just curious how many of those people that you've had who are like, yes, I'm in, I'm going to do the work. And those who are like, I'm out, I'm going to go find the next fad diet. To One is going very well. Um, and she's patient. Even sometimes I, I, I send a little message just to get her still on the, on the things and say, let's go, we can do it. It's just a, it's just a period. And, and we already choose the date to begin the cut. And I say, I think it's great for the mindset to know when will be the starting point because every day is a day less. And it's for me, it's kind of saying, okay, you are going to build muscle now and you're going to have a beautiful body at the end of your cut because you are building your muscle now. You do that in reverse, which is usually yeah. you are losing weight and then you have to build your muscle. I think maybe yes. it's a great way to begin as well. And for the I other agree. One, I <laughs> Just try always to find a positive way because that's the way I yes. am. Which will come back around to mindset. But before we get to mindset, I would like you to talk about this hand portion because to be frank, before you talked to me about this, I had not heard of it because, you know, the program, again, the program that you and I started with, it was very, it was very, <laughs> I'm going to say black and white. Yes, yeah, strict, right? Like you, and, and it's funny because I do, you know, Three and a half years in, I had I, this is what I learned. So I weigh everything down to the grain, and you know certain things I do without thinking. I told the story. I have a salad for dinner every night, and my husband does as well. And in the amount of time it takes me to make my salad, he's already made his and eaten because he just. I mean, he's a bit. He just throws stuff in a bowl, and he's like, <laughs> early on, he was like, "Seriously, you're gonna weigh like the amount of lettuce every time?" I'm like. <laughs> Yeah. So to hear there was another method that you've explained to me works really well. Um, I was fascinated. And so if you could explain what the hand portion is, uh, yeah. I'm sure everyone would love to hear. Uh, what I do with the hand portion, I always calculate macro. It is always macro related. And what I do, I first I calculate the macro as I did for my example with Lisa. And when I have the number, there will be uh, an amount of hand portion for protein, carb, and fat, which means protein, you calculate your protein and everything with your hand. That's your big tool. Not anymore your scale. Your big tool is your hand. And it's always with you, which is great. And I would even would like to say, even if you do with the app and you have maybe professional dinner or whatever, and you cannot always bring your little food scale, which is... I understand that it's not always the thing you want to do. Of course, you have to show for yourself, but there is some occasion is not exactly what you want to show. Then you have always your hand. Then protein is your palm. And on the paper, it will be written. Uh, of course, it's everyone has his own macro. You may have maybe five or six palms for the day. 
but ah, okay. then you have your palm as your protein. Then you have your feast for the vegetables. Right. Okay. And usually it's about one or two per, per meal. And you have your hand cup for your carbohydrate. Okay. So and usually <laughs> about... So not an open cup. hand. You got no, a cup. No, no, it's a, a cup. A cup in your okay. hand. That's for your carbohydrate. And okay. for the fat is your thumb. And you have a maybe four or five thumb of fat uh, per day as well. And then you have a paper. You have a sheet. And every time you eat something, you just stick, tack, 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 and you know where you are during the day. Of course, it's a great way to lose weight. I have people who lost 20, 25 pounds with that way. But uh, of course, if you have lasagna, that's complicated. <laughs> yes, good point. It's a really good point. That, but if you have vegetables, pasta, rice, uh, whatever, and a protein, it's easy to calculate. Even a Greek yogurt or that type of thing is pretty easy. Mm -hmm. But I would like to say, other things can be more tricky and maybe you need to practice more. And if you do it, maybe it's still okay to do it. But if you go to a restaurant and order something that way, it can be more challenging. But it's really, it's a great way to use. And I use mm -hmm. that when I am on vacation. I, I know how many portions I can have. I look at my plate and I just, I know that I'm not going overboard. I just know that I'm fine. I, that's fabulous. The next time I go on vacation, I'm going to try that myself. And, you know, I think that we're going to come around to mindset. I was just thinking part of that is mindset, right? So if you choose to go out, it, there's the whole thing about planning beforehand and looking at the menu and looking for things that you could measure, right? With the palm method, like ordering a piece of fish or chicken or steak or whatever versus ordering lasagna. Not saying someone can't, like you could go and order lasagna, but you've been doing this for a while. So it's, it's a certain level of honesty with yourself as well in terms of the choices you make, which leads us into talking about mindset. Um, I will just say for myself in the TWW program, there were two things that made the difference from the 40 years of yo-yo dieting. So I have a couple decades on you, my friend. Um, <laughs> one, one was the, I had never heard, I mean, I knew what macronutrients were, but I had never heard of the concept of tracking macros as opposed to just counting calories. You know, you, for years you heard calories in calories out. So that was the first big aha moment. And then it was this focus on mindset and really figuring out whether it's, what your limiting beliefs are or how you self-sabotage or whatever the case may be. So could you talk to our listeners about how you look at mindset as part of your macro coaching? Um, I think it's part of it because, you know, when you begin a, a weight loss, we can say, oh, I'm so motivated. I want to yeah. do it. But it never lasts. Motivation right. never lasts. Never. And then you need to find a way to create a routine, a discipline, a commitment, which you need to work on your mindset. And first thing I would like to say is the mindset is you need to believe that you can do it. That's Good the point. first thing. Yep. Because some people has been always overweight 
and they never seen themselves with a fit and strong body. And it's difficult for them to see them that way. And I have a client, she told me that last week, and I thought it was a great, great idea. And she said, you know, I never seen myself with a flat tummy. And I said, what did you do? And I said, she said, oh, you know what? I went on AI and I took my picture and now I have a beautiful, lean body with abs. And that's my vision. And it's funny because I was doing that for myself, for my own transformation. I had a picture of myself at 17, 18 years old, and I could see myself who I was at that time. And I said, I want to reach that goal. And first thing for mindset is believe that you can do it. Visualize yourself how you want to be and how, how a fit person will react every day. What they will do every single day to reach their goal. That's two right. things. And there's a third thing. You need to put yourself first. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. That's really important. Well, and it's surprising. I mean, again, I can speak from my experience as I was surprised how hard that initially was for me to do. Like, if you would have asked me, I would have said, well, of course I do that. But then when you find yourself in circumstances where you're choosing to take care of other people or satisfying the needs of other people to your own detriment, um, I I was surprised. I was surprised um, that it was hard for me initially to make that choice. I don't think one can overemphasize the importance of putting yourself first. Because it seems like a no-brainer, but it is very difficult, particularly, I think, for women to do. I think our nature is to take care of other people. And I've said this many times, it's a cliche that you can take better pe- better care of other people when you take care of yourself first for a reason, because it's true. That doesn't mean it's easy. So again, I'm assuming you had similar experiences. So when you have clients who stumble... Um, how do you deal with that? I mean, I, I realize it, whether it's, again, it's going to reach into my own experience, whether it's you go off plan and eat something you weren't planning to eat, whether it's because you're tired or you're stressed or you're upset or whatever. Um, I guess the first question would be related to that. What is your experience with how truthful your client, your clients are or are not when those things happen. Because I know you've told me you can tell when some something's not right because you've done this long enough that when you don't see results and you should, you know there's something you don't know that's going on. So, what has been your experience with your clients about how they react? I would say ninety eight percent they tell me because. I think I'm friendly coach. I'm mm-hmm. not. I'm not a tough love coach, which I don't want to be. Mm-hmm. And I always say you need to be, to tell me what happened, because that's not a problem. I won't beat you. That's fine. And right. I always say that's not a problem. Okay, you had a small setback. Just go back on your macro the next day, because that will be your life. It's not just right. a quick fix diet. When you are in matins in a lifestyle as I, I am, I just, if one day I eat more because I have a special dinner, I just go back on my macro the next day and I'm fine with that. 
And that's the way to do it, to stay stable and don't gain weight because that's the way to react. And for some people, they understand that and they say, okay, oh, thank you. I will just go back on it. And it's fine because I had that a few times and every time they go back on the macro and they're fine. And if it's more deep into mindset or maybe um, self-esteem or whatever, I will try to say, maybe you should listen to that podcast for binge eating, or you should maybe uh, read a few books that can help you with your mindset. And it helped a lot. And also I would say some, for some people, I say, you should do a vision board. Yes, and yes, yes, yes. You do, a, you do a vision board, you put yourself, as I said, like you maybe your older picture when you were fit or AI picture or someone that you think, oh, she's beautiful. I would like to look like her. And then you put maybe the clothes that you would like to, to wear. You put words, how you feel, who you would feel when you would be at that weight, that type of things. And then every single day you look at that and I say, okay, I will not, I don't want to cheat too much on myself because I want to go there. And yes. I can see that it was really helpful as well just to do just not every every single of my kids did that, but I just suggested to a few ones and they were very happy about that. I think that's a great idea. I, it's funny. I'm smiling because, first of all, I don't know how to use AI well enough to have it, but I should learn. Turn turn me into a picture of something else. But I did do a vision board. And before my first show, I printed out pictures of women competitors that I would like to look like. And then I printed out pictures of my face and I cut out my face and I glued it on top of these women's bodies. And I put those on my vision board. Um, and I would look at it in my gym and I would look at that every day as I was working out, it, you know, didn't quite end up looking exactly like that. Um, but it was, it was really fun. And it was like, yes, that's what I'm working to. And the same thing with like key phrases or um, whatever. And I think I'm on my third vision board. You know, this last year I did a build, which was a first for me. Um, and so I had a vision board of women with defined muscles and phrases like um, to get different results, you need something like to get different results, you need to try something different or whatever the phrase was, but also in my gym. Um, and so that as I was doing various exercises, yes, that I could say, particularly when I was struggling, um, those kinds of things did make a difference in my mindset. So that's a really terrific idea. Um, and what I did when I was in competition prep, you know, when you have to go on stage, it can be difficult. That was very challenging for me to, to jump on stage. That was my first time. And yes. as I read the books, I say, you should think that you are someone that you admire that can be a star or whatever. And for me, it was funny. I chose Monica Bellucci and I put my picture, the picture of Monica Bellucci, this beautiful Italian uh, mm -hmm. uh, actress. And I put my swimsuit and the colors I wanted and the words. And yes, it, it helps. Really, yes, it helps. It really I was does. Not, I was not Monica Bellucci, but I felt empowered. Yes, uh, I have to agree. Unlike our friend Susan, I am not someone who likes to be up on stage. And 
I remember <laughs> my big thing was uh, I just wanted to feel like I belonged. And um, I was, I was, I'm sure the oldest competitor in any class at both of my shows, which I've said many times as a badge, I wear very proudly, but I did have a moment because they switched the order. At least I thought they did of classes in my very first show. And so I got called up sooner than I thought I was going to get called up. And I had a moment of panic before I actually stepped up, stepped on stage, like, oh my God, can I actually do this? And then I was like, I've worked way too hard. What's the worst that's going to happen? As long as I don't fall on my patoot. Um, and yeah, it was wonderful. So uh, yeah, the power of uh, positive affirmations and visualization. I'm a huge believer in visualization. Um, and affirmation, as you said, it's, it's very good. As we know. <laughs> right. And, you know, your mind doesn't know. It doesn't necessarily know good or bad, like what you repeat to yourself. I mean, it does. You do absorb it on some level and it it affects how you see the world. Um, so you and I uh, share a, a, a what I'm going to call a life coach. And one of the things that she taught me was really the, the power of positive visualization because if you view the world from a positive point of view it really does spread to other things so it goes back to what you were saying that even if you've never seen yourself at the body weight you want to be if you can use ai um, if you've never been there or a picture of someone who you would like to look like and you visualize that I really do believe you make choices sometimes even subconsciously to move in that direction. Um, I mean, at least that, that has been my experience. I think that's a very possible thing to do. And it also changes your outlook on the world. You know, there was a book. Okay. I'm going to forget the name of it. Hold on. Oh, well. Um, but the, the concept behind it was, thinking about the things you're grateful for every day. And like the idea was to write down in the evening, like four things you were grateful for. Uh, and I started doing that. Uh, and it really did make a difference in how I looked at the world because I can't, I, and it's, it was the first tattoo I got, which says grounded in gratitude because it so changed my outlook on the world to look at it from a more positive point of view. So all the way back around to this, I think, those kinds of mindset things are an integral part to being successful in a weight loss program, um, any weight loss program, but certainly you can learn everything. You can learn everything you want to teach someone about macros, but we're human and we're flawed and we're all going to make mistakes. And it's, I guess, you know, it's how do you respond to those mistakes? Um, and the other thing you said that I think is so worth repeating is, yeah, we're all motivated sometimes, but none of us are motivated all the time, uh, which is one of my favorite sayings is discipline, not motivation. I cannot tell you the number of times I went to go work out where it's like, well, I'm not in the mood to do this, but I'm going to go do it. And I'm always happy that I did. But boy, if I only did the things I was motivated to do, life would be a challenge. Yeah. Exactly. So um, I agree. <laughs> Right. So is there anything else that you wanted to cover in particular uh, that we 
we missed? I no, I don't think so. I think we did a lot. We did a lot. We did. We did. And I appreciate all your time. So um, I did want to get from you and we'll put this in the show notes. So what is the name of your website for your coaching program? Revealyourself.info. Okay. So Sabine, are you currently taking on new clients? Absolutely. And if someone's interested in being a new client, is the, what's the best way to contact you? Uh, they can DM me uh, through my uh, Instagram or they can go on my website. They can send me an email or there's also um, a little um, button to say to send me an application. And then the last thing, Sabine, I wanted to ask you five rapid fire questions and just get your first thought on, on the question. Well, let's see how it goes. This is a new one. Um, so we'll see what you think. So. What's your favorite color? Red. Okay. And what do you like to do in your free time? Oh, I like to walk my dogs and I like to travel. Ah, nice. And what's the biggest surprise you've had through your own transformation experience? I'm even more happy. Because you know what? I can dress whatever I want. It's a dream. Being able to wear crop top at 50 years old, it was just not, I was not thinking doing that after a twin pregnancy. If you had some advice for your younger self, what would that be? Trust on yourself. You can do anything you put your mind into. Awesome. Okay, last question. What's your favorite food indulgence? You know I'm Swiss. Yes, then I do know. I really like chocolate, and ah. I love I like gelato. That and I'm, that's the Italian part of it. And I like as well cheese, but I have too many things. That's difficult. But chocolate <laughs> is certainly a big one. I'm with you on that. It's one of God's greatest creation. So, and it's not bad for you. You can eat it. I know, right? It just, <laughs> you just have to use discipline and not exactly. eat too much. Um, it's just a portion. As I say all the time to my client, you can eat whatever you want. It's just a question of portion. And I want you to eat every, everything you want. Amen. Amen with that. And with that, I will say you thank you so much again for, participa for participating in this podcast. Thank you and very much. I'm, oh. You are so welcome. And I'm excited for our listeners to be able to reach out to you that are looking for a macro coach and for you to help them achieve their goals as well. Thank you very much, Eileen. I appreciate it. Oh, you're very welcome. Is today the day you decide to make your health and fitness a priority? If it is, the Silver and Strong Transformation Coaching Program may be the very vehicle you need to accomplish this goal. With a macros, muscles, and mindset approach, we will teach you how to lose weight, gain muscle, find and overcome your mental blocks, and age in good health with vitality and joy. If you're interested in learning more, please visit our coaching page on our website at www.silverandstrong.com.